0: Very, very sad. I saw this over the weekend, uh, a video that some uh, teenagers, some youths shot of themselves after they had stolen a car. It was a Hyundai, which I assume was part of the, uh, the Kia challenge, Kia Hyundai challenge, which is a social media born uh, uh, campaign that taught people how to go out and steal cars. Particularly Kias and Hyundai's, and uh, because they didn't have this uh, fail say or this uh, safeguard rather, uh, as part of the manufacturing process, it was identified. It was then spread all around, and now you've got teenagers all over America stealing all of these vehicles, taking them for joy rides, and uh, two of these kids took the uh, took one of these cars out and. Ran over a retired police chief. Killed him. He was on a bicycle. He was riding in the bike lane. And they videotaped themselves doing it. And they were laughing as they did it. And it was completely intentional. You don't need to watch the video. Trust me. Because they posted it. And now one of them is charged with murder. The driver is charged with murder. 17 years old. And yeah. You should go away for a very, very, very long time. The retired police chief was named Andreas Probst, and it actually happened on October 14th. He was run over by a car in Vegas. The 64-year-old later died from his injuries, and police in Nevada suspect that the fatal hit-and-run was intentional after viewing the video that the teenagers recorded. It shows them in the car, which was stolen. And then they purposefully see them see uh, probed on the bike, riding in the bike lane up ahead. They go into; they're in the left lane. They move into the right lane, and he then goes into the bike lane and rams him from behind. And there's yeah yeah yeah, hit him hit him. That's what they were saying. They were egging each other on, cheering each other. The passenger then looks out the window and records the aftermath. He's like, "What?" he records the whole thing. And then like, oh, we got to get out of here. One of the teens actually says the guy got, quote, knocked out. That's what they, that was the game that they were playing. Remember that game? That was totally not happening, despite all the videos that are out there of the game not happening Right, the game was happening where people were walking up to others, predominantly black people walking up to white people, predominantly black youths walking up to older white people and cold cocking them, sucker punching them. And they called it Polar Bear Challenge. Remember that? That we were assured was totally not happening, despite m- seeing videos of it happening and people using the, the terminology. The driver left the crime scene but was reportedly arrested nearby. 17-year-old was taken to a juvenile detention center, and uh, he will now be charged with murder. Uh, They have not released his identity because of his age. 17 years old, and his life is over, just as he ended somebody else's life. Up in Raleigh, crime has gotten so bad in downtown that the city plans to hire... (laughs) No, not cops. (laughs) Oh, come on, not cops. Private security. Yeah, they're going to hire some private security to help police patrol parts of the city. Raleigh City leaders did not say how much the new private security would cost. This according to WRAL. Oh, also, the security officers not going to be armed and not able to make arrests. So... They're, been, they're essentially mall cops. What am I missing here? I'm not denigrating anybody. I'm not denigrating anybody who's working those jobs. Those are needed jobs. Security force jobs, absolutely. But what exactly? You've, you've given them no empowerment, right? So I guess what, just having some security guys walking around, that's going to deter the crime? Why? It's not deterring crime at malls, is it? And that's private property. In downtown areas, in downtown Raleigh, you can't stop people from walking around on the sidewalk. At least in the mall, you can kick them out, you know? You can't kick them off a public sidewalk. Business owners and residents say they are nervous about the increase of drug dealing, fighting in the streets, and harassment in parts of downtown. There have been 381 crimes reported just in the past eight months. That is an increase of 60 percent 60 6-0, six zero, 60%, Over the same span of time last year. People, uh, whether they're tourists or residents or business owners or employees, they're like, yeah, we see lots of drugs and drug deals getting made. The mayor says we have kids running through restaurants, stealing tip jars, harassing staff, assaulting each other. So what what's the cause of this? Right. I got an idea. I got a couple ideas. Raleigh police say they're stretched thin with more than 100 vacancies on the force, but they are going to raise the price of the parking tickets. So they got that. Yeah, they're going to. So right now it's a $30 fine. They're going to raise it to $200. So I guess that's that'll be the deterrent for illegal parking. So, uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. Here in Charlotte, American Eagle Outfitters filed a countersuit the other day after they were accused of terminating its leasing agreement by New York-based Spinoza Real Estate Group when it announced its temporary closure of its North Lake Mall location. So American Eagle Outfitters countersuing the mall owner because AEO has to close. Why? Crime and the curfew. (laughs) Or the chaperone, I should say. The chaperone policy. So... The chaperone policy got put in place because the crimes, because they had these these roving bands of youth. Right. That were getting into fights that were stealing stuff, waving guns around, shooting guns. And then they were like, OK, from now on, anybody under the age of 16, you got to have a chaperone. And AEO now says, well, that policy means that the kids aren't coming shopping. Because they don't have a chaperone. What does that tell you? They have no parental figure in their life that's willing to take them to a mall. They can't go to the mall on their own because their age demographic has ruined it for everybody. Much like my uh, high school senior class, we couldn't go to the Statue of Liberty because a couple of years prior, some kids got drunk and got alcohol poisoning on Ellis Island. So we weren't ever allowed to go to, yeah, our school got banned. They banned our whole school. <laughs> we did like I didn't I didn't do that, but that's what the mall had to do because there were so many problems. What happened this weekend? You had four people shot this weekend in Uptown Charlotte. There was a guy shot in South Park jogging, just out for a jog, and somebody comes walking up the sidewalk and just shoots him. AEO's counterclaims immediately referred to ongoing violence of the mall. Quote, Spinoso, that's the ownership group, allowed the shopping center, Northlake Mall, to deteriorate into an atmosphere reminiscent of a war zone, replete with violent criminals, multiple shootings, terrorized tenants and customers, and diminished business. Northlake Mall saw three shootings in three months from December through February. Due to those shootings, AEO says their employees and customers felt unsafe at the mall. This according to the piece at Queen City News. Spinoza Real Estate Group, which manages dozens of malls and shopping centers nationwide, had sued American Eagle Outfitters first. And they said AEO failed to operate continuously um, at Northlake Mall, and so they're in breach of their lease agreement. And the mall says that AEO shut down in April while its lease was still active. The concern for people who live in the area and for the Charlotte City Council needs to be, because I remember when they announced that thing, oh, Smudgy Mitchell was super excited about that. You're looking at a mini doom loop. A mini doom loop. That is Northlake Mall. That's the problem. That's the concern. Hey, so real quick, hurricane season is here, and this is your reminder to check your emergency supplies. You should have a three-day supply of food, water, and medicines, minimum. And Carolina Readiness Supply can help you get started or expand your supply, food, water purifiers, lighting, tools, first aid kits, instructional materials, camping and hiking supplies too, because being prepared is just smart. Carolina Readiness Supply has 2,000 square feet of supplies and educational materials that you can use for any kind of emergency. Whether you're an experienced prepper or you have no clue what you're doing, or maybe you're somewhere in between, Carolina Readiness Supply can help you. In Waynesville and always at carolinareadiness.com. Veteran-owned Carolina Readiness Supply, will you be ready when the lights go out? All right. Ralph has been waiting very patiently. Hello, Ralph. Welcome to the program. What's going on? Uh, Good afternoon. Hey, where is your buddy Ray and Josh Stein on this matter? I mean, if you had the attorney general in your town, looks like that would be one of the safest place. Maybe we need to call back the ghost and Mr. Chicken and and get Barney out there. (laughs) You would think that the seat of state power... Uh, would be a little bit more law and ordery. I don't know. I don't know where my good friend Ray is on this stuff. Maybe he could go out and march with them. It's, it's amazing, you know. They they have this. Uh, they rule on emotion and fear, and then but then they can't even keep their own streets safe up there. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true, Ralph. I appreciate the call, buddy. Thank you. All right. Good to hear from you. Yeah. It, this is the natural um, outcome for the policy preferences. This is the natural outcome, expected, predicted outcome after the summer of fiery but mostly peaceful protests, and that summer of love. This is the natural outcome when you're like, well, we really can't, you know... Hold these kids accountable because they're only kids and their brains aren't developed yet, but they can totally chop off body parts and give them smartphones. But no, no, let's not hold them accountable for any kind of, you know, violence that they uh, that they commit. So this North Lake Mall is in serious trouble because they've got businesses that are closing because of the violence that is occurring, mainly by youths at the mall. And when they attempted, when the mall attempted to curb the violence, it then dries up the, um, the demographic that is more likely to shop at a store like American Eagle Outfitters. And so AEO, they're like, we're out. We're leaving. So now the mall ownership is suing AEO for breaking the lease. But AEO countersues and says, you guys allowed a virtual war zone. In your mall. spinoso That's the ownership group. Says that the. Termination of the lease. Resulted in fewer customers. Visiting the shopping center. See so they're. They're going after. American Eagle Outfitters. Because when they close. Now that means fewer people. Are going to come to the mall. And that's going to harm. The mall's overall operations. So other businesses. Other retailers. Are going to suffer. And what happens to them. They're going to. Yeah, they're going to look to move too. This is why I call it this mini doom loop. The same thing that cities are experiencing. This it it always goes back to first and foremost, security. Security, that's the first thing. In order to have a functioning society, you have to have security, and with that comes trust. There is there is trust person to person, but also in the in the protection and vengeance that is offered by the government, by the society. Right. That's what the justice system is supposed to be for. So I don't go out and engage in vigilanteism against somebody that has wronged me. No, you have a government there that they follow rules and laws, right? They they spell it all out, like, here's what, if, if you do something wrong, this is how you're going to be punished, here are the penalties. Everybody knows what the rules are. And then you enforce the rules. Well, if you no longer enforce the rules, first off, the bad actors begin uh, uh, running roughshod over everybody else, but also the people that weren't considering being bad actors, there's now uh, no reason for them to not participate in the bad acting. There's no penalty anymore. Uh, it, it, it's so fundamental. Like only a leftist could not see it. All right. You may have noticed that I've been helping the Alzheimer's Association of Western North Carolina for a while. And it's a great organization. They got awesome people with huge hearts. My grandfather died of Alzheimer's when I was a kid. And back then, there wasn't a lot of support for caregivers and family. Now, things are different today thanks to the work of the Alzheimer's Association. It's why I support them. Every year we do a series of walks all over the country... There are a bunch in the Carolinas. You can go to alz.org walk for a walk to end Alzheimer's near you. This month, there are walks in Hendersonville, Rock Hill, Mooresville, Greenville. And in October, we got Charlotte, Gastonia, Asheville, Kannapolis, Hickory, and Spartanburg. Go to alz.org for all of the dates and locations. We're closer than ever to stopping Alzheimer's, and we're asking if you can help us get there. Will you walk with me for a different future for families? For more time for treatments, this is why we walk. All right. So the uh, vice chair of the Minnesota Democrat Party, who had advocated for dismantling the police, got beaten and carjacked. I like. I don't even. I'm not. I, I don't want to see anybody victimized. But oh, the irony. Oh, the irony. Let me get to a couple of messages here before I get to that story. This is from Mark, who says the same thing uh, that's happening at Northlake Mall, same thing happened at Eastland Mall several years ago. That's true. That is so true. And now, what, the city bought the property, and now they've been trying to figure out what to do with it, and they've been, like, trying to get developers make some proposals, and all the developers are like, oh, well, we'll totally come in here, but you got to give us a bunch of money. And they're like, I don't know, can you do that? Or I kind of like that idea. Oh, can you guys just do this? How about both of those ideas? Can you guys work together? I don't want to pick one over the others. Oh, my God, just sell the land. Just get rid of it. Let somebody else do something on the property. But no, we need it to be something great for Eastside. In the meantime, nothing has occurred. Nothing has been done on that property. That mall used to be one of the crown jewels of Charlotte. It had an ice skating rink in it for crying out loud. And then a bunch of drive-by shootings, a bunch of walk-by shootings, whatever, at the mall, inside the mall, shooting from the parking lot into the mall, like all of that. And then mall's dead. How did, how, I see the same thing happening for North Lake. How not? I mean, look, they, had to, they instituted their youth supervision policy. Anybody under the age of 17 had to have an adult over the age of 21 at all times after 3 p.m. on Fridays and Saturdays. And so AEO, American Eagle Outfitters, they're like, well, that diminished our retail sales. So the security measures were bad. And the crime was bad so on the one hand i kind of feel bad for the mall ownership right cuz you got you got these teenagers that are engaging all of this criminal activity and then you try to implement a policy like all right teenagers you better have some you know adult with you after 3 p.m. two days a week and that hurts the businesses all right up to minnesota a far left minneapolis activist was the victim of a brutal armed carjacking that occurred in the driveway of her home the other day. Shivanti Sathanandan, a radical leftist and second vice chairwoman of the Democratic Farmer Labor Party. That's the Democrat Party up there. It's like when when the Democrat Party isn't socialist enough, then you go DFL, right? Okay, so she was left bruised and bloodied during the incident. And she demanded, quote, accountability, despite her past history of being a notable defund the police agitator. Sathanandan said in a Facebook post that she suffered a broken leg, deep lacerations to her head, as well as cuts and bruises all over her body. When four armed juveniles beat her to the ground in front of her kids and stole her vehicle in broad daylight. She says, quote, look at my face. Remember me when you are thinking about supporting letting juveniles and young people out of custody to roam our streets instead of holding them accountable for their actions. You could have Whoa, 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 whoa! Whoa, whoa. This sounds an awful lot like prison industrial complex rhetoric here. She said, You could have been reading the obituary for me and my children today. Yeah. Correct. Right. When when you lobby for the breakdown of the social order, you cannot be shocked and surprised when the social order breaks down. In June of 2020, Seth Anandan wrote in a post on the Facebook, quote, we are going to dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. Say it with me. Dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. So I'm not sure how she expects these juveniles to be held accountable if there are no police around to go and arrest them. And then if they are arrested, if they are juveniles, they're not going to jail, right? They're going to get their charges pleaded down and uh and then they will be released back out onto the streets to reoffend again and again and again and again and again and again. And again. According to the Minneapolis Police Department, Seth and Andan's vehicle was recovered after being found abandoned. No suspects involved in the attack have been identified or taken into custody. There was another story I had about this. do 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 I think it was about the teen. Where? Man, I had the uh, story on the uh, North Carolina... I'll pull it out during uh, the break here. North Carolina's got tougher. Oh, here's the Eastland story. See, the problem is I end up with all these stories in the stack, and then it's like they get jumbled. Um, but they're, New, York, uh, New York, North Carolina is now going to uh, enforce certain punishments on youths. I'll give you that in a minute. The Charlotte City Council, a couple of weeks ago, They entered the uh, government center with two options on the table, says Joe Bruno at WSOC-TV. Two options for the Eastland Yards site. 29 acres. Eastland Mall, formerly, now called Eastland Yards. Council members left the government center with a task for the staff, which was to combine the two different proposals in 45 days. One project calls for soccer, e-sports, concerts, and a food village. Another project focused on indoor sports. City staffers told the council they have concerns about the financial viability of the indoor sports proposal. Despite those concerns, the project has garnered a significant amount of community support from East Charlotte residents and neighborhood associations. Council member Marjorie Molina, who represents Eastland Yards, proposed the compromise Monday night. She made the motion for city staffers to try to combine the two projects. These central planners, man. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Yeah, sure. Just, you know, just whip up something. You guys, I know you got a proposal and you got your investors lined up. And I know you got this other proposal over here and you've been talking to big money investors for your thing. But, hey, could you guys just, I don't know, work together and create a different proposal that's both of them but kind of not but also the same but different and get it back just in 45 days? Like, at this point, I really, I would be surprised if we see anything built on Eastland Mall's carcass. I don't know. Within five years? Within ten years? I don't even, yeah, ten years? Just sell it, guys. Just sell the property. A couple of emails here. This is from Chris, who says, Pete, the worst part of all these mall store closings is that there won't be anything left in the malls for us to live off of when we hole up there during the zombie apocalypse? I mean, seriously, have people just completely lost the ability to think long-term? It's a great point. Great point, Chris. All right? Where are we supposed to hole up during the zombie apocalypse? If all the malls are closed and there are no more supplies, there's no more sporting goods stores where I can pick up bats and stuff to bash zombie brains, what am I supposed to do? Stan says, Pete, crime happening... Uh, To anybody, anywhere is always bad. However, when it starts happening in areas like South Park off Sharon Road and the wealthy white liberals see something in their own neighborhood that their policies have caused in everybody else's neighborhood for decades, do you think they'll finally see the light and change how they vote? No. That's why we call them awfuls. (laughs) Oh, it is affluent white female liberal no they will not change their policies no they will get up just like that democrat in minneapolis who gets up there and it's like you know after years of screaming dismantle the minneapolis police department defund the police get rid of the prison industrial complex and all this oh no but when she is assaulted by four gun-wielding youths that steal her car beat the crap out of her in front of her kids Then she's all about accountability. Where's the accountability for these young assailants? I don't know. Are there any cops to come take the record, to take your police report, file a report with? Uh, Anybody going to investigate that? And then if they find out who did it, who are you going to send to go get them? You defunded the police, remember? So are you going to send a social worker to to go round up the four armed carjackers? Is that the idea? And then what do you do with them? You're going to send him to prison, the prison industrial complex. Is that what you're going to do? Um, Beth from Belmont says, regarding the Eastland mall debacle, maybe the local government could do something using the name city fair. <laughs> 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 you remember? Yeah. City fair. Do you remember city fair? No, you know, Bernie's too young. He doesn't remember that one. It hasn't been used for a while. The name hasn't been used for a while, and maybe it could be recycled. They could pile debacles on top of debacles. If you don't understand the reference, look up City Fair Charlotte. Thanks for the show. Uh, Yeah, City Fair was a colossal failure. Let me see here. Oh, I am curious. What's the, uh, is there a, do we have a Wikipedia page for it? Is there a Wiki page for it? City Fair. No, I don't see. Okay, no, I don't see the uh, uh I don't see a Wikipedia page. I was so hoping it would be a Wikipedia page for that. mm And will Epicenter be more successful than City Fair. <laughs> <laughs> of all the headlines you could pull for me, February 2008 off a website called Urban Planet, "Will Epicenter be more successful than City Fair?" 51 votes said, yes, the concept will work now. (laughs) But yeah, basically it was, uh, yeah, City Fair, uh, they blew it up. That's right. Pam Seifert, former city manager, she blew it up. Um, Oh, yeah, an Ivy's department store. Mm Mm-hmm. City Fair had large roll-up garage doors that would open during nice weather. The lunch crowd loved the outdoor space for eating. Yeah, so yeah, yeah it was one of these one of these kind of command control festival type uh, locations. And shocker of shockers, the central planners at Govco not exactly the best suited to be making these types of development decisions. So uh, here's the story I mentioned earlier. It's from Laura Leslie from WRAL. A bipartisan bill signed into law makes some big changes to the juvenile justice system in North Carolina, requiring more juveniles to be tried in adult court and making it easier for police to search for them. Supporters say the changes from House Bill 186 are needed because of a large uptick in violent crime among juvenile offenders over the last year. Critics say it's eroding juvenile justice reforms made in 2017 and before. So, I don't know, I'm just a radio host, what do I know? But could it be that your juvenile justice reforms that go back like six years or longer, maybe they didn't work, right? In fact, you could say there's evidence that they that they they, they did not work, right? Because if we're seeing an uptick in juvenile crime and violence, maybe your, quote, reforms... Actually, led to more juvenile crime and violence, right? I don't know that. I'm not saying it's directly caused. Correlation is not causation. But, I don't know, maybe we study that a little bit. Maybe take a look at that. But also, you know, maybe uh, roll some of these things back, which is what the General Assembly did. And for some reason or another, the governor signed on to it. It's going to require 16 and 17 year olds be tried as adults for violent crimes like armed robbery, rape, or manslaughter. And it repeals some of the discretion current law gives to prosecutors in those cases.